This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you and continue a theme that we started on Monday. And that theme is, For His Name's Sake. We see that a phrase quoted so often throughout both the Old and the New Covenants. And this is all in the context of what we've been speaking about in recent weeks. We've been talking about the love of God and newness of life. And again, just to repeat, newness is not so f- something regarding time, but it's newness. The word in Hebrew is chadosh, and the word in Greek is kairos. It's new insofar as quality is concerned. It's something that God had in his heart right from the beginning. And we haven't come and been accustomed to living in that way. And God wants to bring that newness of life into us. And for your sake is really uh, a, a reality of how we live because we love God and that's newness when we don't do things just for ourselves when the selfishness that we're born with is is crucified out of our lives and we're living for the sake of the Lord and his way and that is newness of life we looked at scriptures for example 1 Samuel 12 verse 22 we looked at Psalm 106 verse 8 we looked at Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 7 to 9 And all of these verses show that God acted for his people Israel, but he acted primarily for his namesake. So if God could act primarily for his namesake, how much more should we be living in that reality also? In other words, since we are born and created in his likeness and his image, living for his namesake, allows us to align ourselves with the same way God acted for his namesake. Yesterday we read from Daniel 9.19, and we want to use this as a beginning point today. Daniel related himself and identified himself with the people of Israel and asked forgiveness of sins. So in Daniel 9.18 and 19, we read these words, O my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and see our desolations and the city which is called by thy name. For we are not presenting our supplications before thee on account of any merits of our own, but on account of thy great compassion. In other words, for thy sake. 
O Lord, verse 19, O Lord, hear, O Lord, forgive, O Lord, listen and take account for thine own sake, O my God, do not delay because thy city and thy people are called by thy name. And Junie, yesterday we closed the program by talking about the fact that we carry the name of Jesus wherever we go. That's exactly what Daniel 9.19 refers to, that we carry the name of the Lord. So we're living for his namesake. People can look at us as individuals, but when they know that we are believers, we have an enormous responsibility because of God's love to us that we need to love him and not act out of our own selfish motives, but what we do is based on his sake. We do it for his sake, his namesake, that we can bring glory to that name above all other names. And that's really a release in um, your life and my life, and every listener's life, for the Lord's namesake, we can forgive. For the Lord's namesake, we can choose to love even our enemies. For the Lord's namesake, we would turn from wickedness in our own life or evil in our own life. For the Lord's namesake, any kind of addiction that we might have in our life, we can cry out for the Lord to deliver us for his namesake that we might live a holy life. So when we live for the name of Jesus, for his namesake, when we live for the name of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, even Yeshua, even Jesus, then our life is freed up and we are delivered, and the circumstances and situations don't rule us, but we have a king, and we have a Lord that um, is with us, and his hand is upon us. So it would be a wonderful um, newness to begin living for his namesake. That's so powerful, June, and it makes me think of a prayer that so often has been prayed by all of us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your name needs to be holy in our midst, and we can demonstrate how glorious God is and how holy he is when we start living for his namesake. That brings reality to what we say, hallowed be thy name. And then it goes on, Shelley, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And you know, Um, our heart is like soil and earth and for the Lord's kingdom to come and for his will to be done in your life Shelley in my life and in all listeners life thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors so it's for his namesake for thy namesake we forgive even as we have been forgiven and we cry out to the lord lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil so the evil in all life the things in all life that are not right we cry out deliver us from evil why because thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. So the Lord's Prayer is a very powerful way to begin our day, to end our day, to live our life. 
And Junie, I think when, when you were saying that, I really saw the key of seeing the Lord's Prayer become reality in our lives is if we begin to live for His sake and to glorify His namesake. And what's even more incredible, Junie, is that God will do things for our sake when we live for His sake. For example, if you have your Bibles, turn with us to Genesis chapter 39. We'd like to look at the first five verses because this really ex- demonstrates in reality what happens when we live for his sake. Genesis chapter 39, the first five verses. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an Egyptian officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the bodyguard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. And the Lord was with Joseph. So he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now his master saw that the Lord was with him, and how the Lord caused all that he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight, and became his personal servant. And he made him overseer over his house, and all that he owned he put in his charge. And it came about that from the time he made him overseer in his house, And over all that he owned, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for the sake of Joseph. Thus the Lord's blessing was upon all that he owned in the house and in the field. This is such a powerful demonstration, Junie, of Joseph, and we need to put ourselves in his place, of God honoring a man because Joseph lived for the sake of of Jesus, of the Messiah, of the Holy One of Israel. And because Joseph lived that way, the Spirit of the Lord was with him. The Lord brought success into his life. And therefore, because of his presence in Potiphar's house, God blessed Potiphar's house. What an encouragement for all of us as we carry the name of the Lord, as we live for his sake, knowing that God will insert himself in any situation for our sake because we are living for his sake. I pray that we can all live like that. And you know, Shelley, sometimes we think um, that someone is doing well because they're successful in the world or their desires um were fulfilled, and that really is a sign biblically that that's true. But here Joseph was betrayed and rejected by his brothers, sold to the Egyptians. He was brought down, it says, to Egypt. So Joseph wasn't at the height of his life, he was brought down to Egypt. And in Potiphar's house, the Lord was with Joseph. Emmanuel, God with us. And you know, when the Lord is with us, it doesn't matter whether we're brought down or we are in a position where we feel successful because I'm sure that Joseph did not feel successful. I'm sure he struggled with battles to forgive his brothers for what he they did to him because Joseph had no idea why his brothers were against him. And in Verse 3 of chapter 39, it says, Now his master saw, Potiphar saw, that the Lord was with him, and how the Lord caused all that he, Potiphar, or Joseph, I'm sorry, did to prosper in his hand. And you know, um, it's an incredible thing that Joseph was a slave. Joseph 
was a sold man, and yet his master saw that God was with him. So when we live for the name's sake of the Lord, people will know and people will see something different and want to know how can you be uh, this way when your life is a tragedy or things are going wrong. Why is your countenance shining? Why do you still have hope that we might be able to say, because we don't live for ourselves, we live for the name of the Lord and he is with us. And a person might say to us, what do you mean? Who is the Lord? What, what are you talking about? And we would be able to share about a living God who desires to live in the hearts of men and be in a relationship to deliver, to heal, and to save. And then we would be living for the namesake of the Lord. Amen. And just to point out, Junie, in verse 3, I'm, I'm sorry, in verse 2, it says, And the Lord was with Joseph. He became a successful man. The Hebrew word there is tzoleach, which means to be mighty and to press forward. So we can be mighty in the Lord and continue to press forward when we begin to live for the Lord's sake and for the name of the Lord and bring him wherever we go. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for the example of Joseph. Thank you for the example that we covered this week so far. We want to be men and women who live for the Lord's sake and who bring glory to the name of the Lord wherever we go that would cause us to change and those around us to change as well. We pray this in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.